Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 791 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. We continue this Wednesday to explore our trek of interpreting life through a biblical worldview. As a Christ follower, it is important to view all situations and events in life through the lenses of the Bible. That is a view of our world that is aligned with what the Bible teaches. We are exploring current issues that impact our world and society and comparing them through the lenses of the Bible, instead of the lens of society, culture, modern media, or social media. I do not desire to tell you what to think, but to teach you how to think, so that you'll be able to filter current issues and events through your biblical worldview. I may explore opposing views and challenge you to think. You may not always agree with my view, and that is okay. I am open to any comments that you may have on the subjects that we explore. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. We are making tentative plans to travel to Fort Myers, Florida next week to assist Aunt Pauline in her transition from the rehab center to assisted living. Although she is quite frail and 90 years old, we feel that it is important to assist her in any way possible so that her remaining years here on earth are as rich and satisfying as possible. Our biblical worldview includes a strong conviction and belief that all life is precious regardless of whether it's an unborn child or someone through advanced age, illness, or accidents may be nearing the end of their life or being severely restricted in life. Last week we considered what a biblical worldview is for an unborn child. Today we will consider the other end of the spectrum. There is a growing trend around the world to accept physician-assisted suicide, and as a Christ follower, we need to ask ourselves, what is a biblical worldview on euthanasia or physician-assisted suicide? So that we all understand the term, euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide refers to the deliberate action taken with the intention of ending life in order to relieve persistent suffering. A biblical worldview at its core is grounded on the fact that the Bible is God's word and contains all truth that God has chosen to reveal to us. Even with this understanding, I realize that there are many interpretations of parts of the Bible that even the most learned Bible scholars and theologians don't agree on. Let's take time to pursue and consider how we should view this topic. So today, the topic is euthanasia. When is it right to end a life? With the advancements of technology and medical knowledge, life can be extended much longer than any time during history. So the question or dilemma that we now face is, at what point should a patient, family member, or doctor be permitted to end a life which could be extended through medication, surgery, or other measures? While it may appear to be some gray area on this subject, there is a distinct difference between an advanced directive declaration and choosing to prematurely end your life. An advanced directive is a legal document that allows you to spell out your decisions about end-of-life care ahead of time. They give you a way to tell your wishes to your family, friends, and healthcare professionals and how to avoid confusion later on. The key here is that it only comes into effect during a life-or-death situation and the person who is suffering the condition cannot communicate themselves what their wishes are. Euthanasia, or physician-assisted suicide, is where a person who may be suffering chooses to take medication or drugs that will end their lives prematurely. One of the major's concerns is the fact that there are many different degrees of suffering and there are stages where emotionally the suffering is severe, but the situation can be minimized or even cured over time. 
To leave this decision up to the patient who is in the midst of suffering to prematurely take their lives is a dangerous precedent. For doctors to participate goes against their Hippocratic Oath and places the final decisions of life and death in their hands, and this decision is best left to God. There are thousands of cases each year where the medical community has deemed an illness or accident victim to be terminal, but after additional treatment or therapy, the patient makes a miraculous recovery. Another aspect from the patient's perspective that we often overlook in this discussion is what type of positive impact can this patient have on the lives of others through their suffering. One example that comes to mind is that of Johnny Erickson Tata, a 68-year-old quadriplegic. Tata, who is the founder of Johnny and Friends International Disability Center, was paralyzed in a diving accident when she was just 17. Tata recalls her own experience and said that when she was first suffering after her diving accident over 50 years ago, she was in despair and had lost all hope. She explained that she even begged her friends to bring their mom's sleeping pills or their dad's razors. Tata goes on to say, What changed my life were my Christian friends who not only gave me the word, but gave me their time and love, and gave me a chance to go to a movie with them. They just befriended me. We need to practice Christianity with our sleeves rolled up. Because she chose to live, Johnny Erickson Tata has impacted millions of people throughout the world with her ministry. This story is repeated by thousands who have chosen to live instead of giving up and ending their lives. Certainly none of us likes to suffer or see our loved ones suffer. Going through suffering is painful. It requires sacrifice to continue on. And if you're the caretaker, it requires sacrifice to help those who are in need so that they can continue to endure through these situations. We need to realize that all life is precious. Even the unborn child has a potential impact on the world that none of us can know or imagine. In the same manner, those who appear to have a terminal illness or potentially life-shortening accident can have an impact on the world which we cannot know. As a Christ follower, we must come to the understanding that all life is precious. From my perspective, a biblical worldview must maintain the sanctity of all life. God is the giver of life, and it is only God who should determine when our work for Him is complete. To shorten our lives voluntarily is to not fulfill our God-given potential for the work that He has for us. Isaiah chapter 42 verse 5 says this, God the Lord created the heavens and stretched them out. He created the earth and everything in it. He gives breath to everyone, life to everyone who walks the earth. And Job chapter 33 verse 4 says, For the Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. So that we fully understand, there is a difference between life-saving measures that need immediate or fairly quick decisions in order to sustain life, and then choosing to end your life because of suffering. While none of us like to face potentially life-threatening situations such as cancer, other major illnesses, or tragic accidents, as long as God gives us breath, we need to persevere and continue on for Him. With the advanced medical technologies that we do have available today, I understand that there are some very murky situations between the two. In a situation where death is imminent, only the person in that situation or family members can make that decision. A biblical worldview perspective will be first to maintain the sanctity of life and then allow God to choose when the time has come. A biblical example of one who suffered a lot was Job of the Old Testament who suffered through the loss of all his possessions, his workers, his real estate, and all ten children. 
he understood that God was the author of life. This attitude is expressed in Job chapter 1, verses 21 and 22, where he says, I came naked from my mother's womb. I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. In all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. God uses our suffering to mature and perfect us. He also uses our suffering to encourage and strengthen others that we may impact. As we continue to read the story of Job and all his sufferings, including a body that was covered with massive sores and Job's wife telling him to curse God and die, Job's perspective did not change in Job chapter 2 verse 10. But Job replied, You talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only the good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all this, Job said nothing wrong. I know that these are difficult subjects to consider, and it is easy to become judgmental, especially when you're not the one making the decision. There is so much more that we could discuss on this hot issue. From my biblical worldview, I consider that all life is precious, regardless of the situation, and should be preserved at all cost. I welcome your feedback, regardless of whether you agree with me or not. Next week for Wisdom Wednesday, we will choose another topic that is prevalent today and explore it through a biblical lens. If you have any topics that you would like us to cover, please email me at guthrie at wisdom-trek.com. Tomorrow we will consider another three-minute wisdom nugget that will provide you with a bit of wisdom that, if followed, will allow you to grow healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 790 treks or read the Wisdom Journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, let to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.